<laughs> Welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. That was Anthony Capfer on the axe. I mean, you went a little crazy in the whammy on that. I like it. That's got to be the most fun thing ever, the whammy bar. I think, I think once that was invented, it changed everything. Were oh, great. yeah. Because we could just I, have fun and just exaggerate it. Like it's, I never used to like them when I played guitar, but I can't stop now. Just everything I play, I'm just... It's yeah, just, why, would, why would you stop? I don't know. Do you ever try blues, like the slide thing? I think that thing's cool. Oh, like I have. I'm not good at it, but yeah. I, I... Some people just use a lighter, but... Oh, yeah. That's I that's that's I could pretend to play guitar if I have a lighter because I can make it kind of go people go, Oh, you can play the blues. Hell yeah, I can. And then it's just like all I need is a bick and some sadness. And they're like, What? And then, you know, <laughs> you never know. I gotta, I gotta try it. I gotta try, you try it. You gotta get a bick. Yeah, it's gotta be a big. It's gotta be a well tiny bick, because you you don't have like long Eddie Van Halen fingers, so or do you? I don't know. You got long well, fingers? I don't know. I mean, they're proportional, I think, to <laughs> Well, you ever see Eddie Van Halen's fingers? It, he, they're, they're so long, dude. It's like, what else was he going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think some people, it's like, you're physically born to do something because, you know, like LeBron, he's, you know, he's not going to teach kindergarten. You know what I mean? He's going <laughs> to slam a basketball. Like Eddie Van Halen, he's got these skeleton fingers. He's going to play guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like what it is. All right. Probably get in trouble for the LeBron thing. Not all black people play basketball. <laughs> anyway, um, how you been? You having a good week? You're just, we got to hang out, dude. This is ridiculous. I, I only see you on Zoom, and it's like <laughs> you live literally two, two seventeen minutes away. Yeah, <laughs> seventeen minutes. I think I've timed it. Uh, how are you liking Koreatown? That's exciting. I'm liking it. Yeah, you know, you're going to be surprised by this. There's a place called Koreatown Pizza Company. Okay, best pizza I've had in years. Wow, really. Is yeah. it um, Korean people making the pizza? Uh, I it, I think so, and they they do. So I got like the classic. I did like a cheese and pepperoni. They but they also do like uh, beef bulgogi and stuff like that. Okay, but I, I don't know what that's like. I got the pepperoni, and I'm like, you know what? This is close enough to uh, to New York for me. I'm into it. It's it's like New York, but it's also like you know the pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Well, when you were, when you were in New York, you were kind of on on a budget. So you ate a lot of 99 cent pizza. So (laughs) I think your bar is pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) I was eating it like brick, brick pizza places and stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even mess with pizza in, um, no. In, yeah. I, I just do the chains. We, cause we live by the California pizza thing and mm, it's like they got mm. gluten free and you know, that that's Leah does that. So it's like, I don't even, yeah, I don't, I don't even mess with it. It's like, I don't, cause I don't want to be disappointed because I like, I'm, I'm more of a taco guy than a pizza guy. So, mm, well, the tacos, I mean, you can't I embrace, miss anywhere. Embrace yeah. the tacos. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I saw your tweet. Um, I guess you're not, uh, not a big fan of Elvis, huh? Big Elvis oh, movie coming out? I, I don't really know. I never really you don't liked mess Elvis. with Elvis, man. Nah. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> he's the king, baby. <laughs> That's what they say. They tell me he's you know, the king. I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's important. I think. Um, you know, without him, I, I think you know the Beatles probably wouldn't have done what they did. A lot of you know, a lot of bands would not have been as influenced. You know, wouldn't have been able to maybe even have the spark. I think somebody like Elvis kind of opened it up. And yeah, he you know he took a few took a few things for a few people. But hey, you know who hasn't? Who hasn't? You know what I mean? Like name one artist who hasn't like been inspired by another artist. You can't. It doesn't well, exist. No, 
People just but, try to make it a race thing because they happen to be black artists. But who else? Everybody's been inspired. You know, like Eminem was inspired. I mean, everybody's inspired. That's true. But even if you even if you don't want to talk about the race thing, uh, and we do because I'm trying the to get story about the comedy story. hub in trouble. That's the goal. I'm going to get some controversy. I want to get <laughs> shut down for a week. <laughs> the, uh, All art is derivative. Okay, I don't know what that Elvis means. Didn't I'm going to Google that word later. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Elvis didn't write his songs, any of them, but he still got he writing wrote credits. Some songs. He wrote "Suspicious Minds." That's a great he, he, song. He took writing credits from the songwriters. Like he wanted uh, he's Dolly Elvis. Parton's. <laughs> he's Elvis. He could do that. Look what P. Diddy did. You can do that. He was kind of a P. Diddy kind of thing. He he's like a P. Diddy type. Yeah. Yeah. But he 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 wanted to do Dolly Parton's uh, "I Will Always Love You." Yeah. And he wanted fifty percent writing credit. Yeah. For the royalties, mm-hmm. and she said no. Okay. And. Uh, she released it on her own. It was a decent hit. And then Whitney Houston mm-hmm. did the song. Didn't take any uh, of the writing credit. It was a huge hit. And she made probably more money than she would have made if uh, Elvis had done it. Okay. Um, Elvis is on a lot of drugs, Anthony. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> so some of the decisions Elvis might have made late uh-huh. in his career were not probably the best decisions. I don't know if you've seen the trailer in the movie, but this guy named Tom Hanks, who plays mm-hmm. the colonel, had a lot of mind control over those decisions. So I don't li- I don't believe Elvis even knew what was happening. Elvis was like, put on the cape and get me in a limo. That was it. There was no he wasn't thinking about Dolly Parton's writing credit. He, he didn't know what was going on, dude. He just had to get to the stage that was it and to eat peanut butter and banana (laughs) yeah which is a beautiful sandwich by the way um (laughs) so if you go if you go to graceland it'll change a little bit of your view of elvis and uh sun records you go you go do the two you got to do the sun records and then you do the uh the graceland and it you know it gives you kind of a kind of more of a inside elvis and appreciation and i know you said chuck berry so one of my random polls is this chuck berry This is a good one. I think I've pulled yeah. it before, but I figured you talked about it. So, yeah, it's got all the hits on it. But the uh, yeah. thing is with Chuck Berry, it's like, um, they just like, okay, the only people I compare Elvis was Chuck Berry, maybe Roy Orbison. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, they have these, these like, Chuck didn't really have a voice like Elvis. Roy did. Right. He did. Roy, Roy just didn't have the sexuality and the rock yeah. and roll that Elvis had. And if so, Roy Orbison looked like Elvis, oh, he would have been it. way more famous. Forget it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Chris Isaac is as close to that combination right. as I can think of. You oh, know, right. but uh, you know, it's kind of the hybrid Elvis. <laughs> yeah, Roy yeah. Orbison. He had the looks and the voice. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's you know what? Let's let's bring in our other host. Yeah, yeah, uh, so we can uh, get some more input on all this. Our other co-host, uh, very funny. Uh, he's the producer of the show as well. Give it up for Mr. Adam Holtz, everybody. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? I just hey, how's it going? In, bring in on the Elvis talk. Yeah, yeah, might as well. So that movie's coming out. Can't wait to see it. It's already out. I can't wait to see it. And uh, well, how do you, what are your views on Elvis, Adam? Are you an Elvis guy or no? Uh, not, not really. I mean, I, I enjoy his music, but... You know, I never really, never really got into him. Uh, I heard a lot of mixed reviews on this, uh, this film. The uh, yeah. it was Buzz, uh, Buzz Larman film, or yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna pretend I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't right. know who that is. Either. <laughs> Are we supposed to know who that is? I think, is, it, is it or is it the guy that did uh, Moulin Rouge? Oh, um, I yeah. love that movie. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Did you? I did. I love a good, you know, musical thing like that. I know. Oh, it's, I you hated it. I, I hated it. it. I love it. It was great. 
Uh, but you I saw it in theaters. Uh, I think it was just it was just the time that I saw it at. Um, is, that the, is it Cher in that? No. It was Nicole um, Kidman and uh, Ewan McGregor. AJ Blige. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was uh, Lady Marmalade. Yeah, it's yeah. like, look, I don't like a lot of that stuff, but I mean, you live in New York over 25 years. Like you become part of the Broadway world. Yeah. Like you just like, it's, it's, it's what, if without that world, there's no New York city. And so you see a lot of shows and yeah. so you appreciate a good show. And so that's all that is to me is like, a, you know, it's a Broadway show as a movie. And that's how they used to do it. The first movies were like that. Everybody yeah. just sang, man. It was just like, they had like a fake set and everybody's, you know, Fred Astaire. And, you know, so it's the origin of entertainment kind of came from that singing. So, so I like it. I think it's, I don't know. And they did like a Nirvana. I think they did Nirvana. Then they do teen spirit, but like, as I don't know, they, they mishmashed a bunch of songs together, which I think is kind of fun. I don't know. It's very similar to Rock of Ages, which everybody hated. So right. <laughs> I'm very consistent with with the movies that everybody hates. So <laughs> I like that. But I don't know. I'm big Elvis guy. Um, I used to dress up as Elvis when I was a little kid. And uh, I would stand on the uh, front lawn and I would throw scarves to little, you know, little girls in the neighborhood. So Elvis, <laughs> Elvis taught me my swag. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Since my baby left me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've had a lot of Elvis experiences in college. Somebody dared me to get on top of the table during the middle of lunch. And uh, I got on top of the table with a banana and did a whole Elvis heartbreak <laughs> hotel. So I've had That's some good. Elvis moments. Uh, I remember where I was and Elvis died. I was in the living room and I freaked out. And like, you know, it's like I just, you know, he's a big part. And my mom went out and bought a bunch of Elvis cassettes and it was like a whole thing. And, you know, it's uh, yeah, Elvis is kind of always people. And then when you're into Elvis, like, obviously, I'm more of a Johnny Cash guy, but Elvis is there as well. And people just give you Elvis stuff. So it's like there for a while when I would just reveal that I liked Elvis, every present was like, you know, an Elvis clock and uh, <laughs> Elvis lunchbox and an Elvis shirt and an Elvis backpack. After a while, I had to be like, dude, I moved on. I'm not into Elvis anymore. <laughs> did you uh, did you get the Elvis plates? <laughs> probably have one somewhere i have a little bust that's pretty cool but yeah i, I still have that so leah leah wanted me to get rid of it but i said nah man i gotta keep it so elvis bust <laughs> nice a few things i have is a little elvis, a little tiny thing it's worth money you know ebay whatever mm -hmm. times are tough <laughs> <laughs> i'll sell one of my anthony Kaffer signed guitars and my elvis bust right <laughs> you know whatever it takes <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't expect much, but, uh, you know, the Elvis thing. I, th I don't think they went dark enough with the movies, what I heard. They said that, you know, because Elvis was, you know, he had some, he's pretty dark dude and with Priscilla and stuff. So, but, you know, oh, yeah. a lot of those guys were just, you know, but that's the thing. They didn't have recovery wasn't a big deal back then. And, uh, you know, a little mind control, but with uh, the colonel his manager or whatever. And then I think he, you know, the thing is with Elvis, Elvis should have been pushed in more of a Johnny Cash direction, but he was pushed into like this Hollywood kind of surfer movies. And, you know, they cheesed him out, but that voice could have gone anywhere, man. Like the early sun record sessions, mm -hmm. like the rockabilly stuff. It's phenomenal. Like the, when it's just him and a guitar and it's just like, I mean, that's really good stuff. But they just, that, you know, he just got too big and then they pushed him all over the place. Mm -hmm. 
Next thing you know, he's doing Kung Fu in Vegas, weighing 350 pounds, <laughs> sweating, trying to do a Beatles song and forgetting the lyrics and shit. <laughs> so I, I, have a deep, I have a CD collection. It's all Vegas years. And half the songs, he just forgets the lyrics in the middle of it. It's like, well, I don't know the name. I don't know the words of that, but let's just do some, let's do some instrumental. And the guy just goes off. Oh, man. <laughs> it's amazing. No, it's great. Anyway, I love that. I love the, I love the fat Vegas Elvis as much as the young one but anyway elvis 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 all right so uh this is this true i what sorry i just i heard that uh uh margaritaville was written for elvis like that whole the jimmy buffett song yeah like the whole album was he wrote it for elvis and elvis said he was gonna do it but Uh elvis died before he could and so Mm. jimmy buffett did it himself is that true I mean, I don't think anything would go better uh, lyrically with the artist than Cheeseburger in Paradise with Elvis <laughs> yeah. Presley. So uh, <laughs> there was a missed opportunity there for sure. <laughs> I'm so glad he didn't because I feel yeah. like that's the only thing we'd associate him with. The Cheeseburger song. Cheese- Fucking it's Elvis. a pretty good song, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm glad <laughs> Suspicious Minds and look, those songs are the later ones. <laughs> Because uh, that's one of my favorite songs. I love that song. Um, so anyway, so uh, Jeff's not here. Nobody even noticed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we're having such a nice flow. Uh, everything is great. Everybody's internet works. Hey, we're having yep. a good time. This is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Jeff is, you know, telling me he's busy. It's just so funny. He's like, I'm busy, man. I was like, we're all busy. Like, shut up. Who cares? And then I was like, and then he shows me a flyer with him and a hammer. And I'm like, what, what is going on? <laughs> like, I'm a hat comic, but I don't have a hammer in my headshot. Okay. All right. So I love him though. I love him. I love him to death. We're going to miss him today. So uh, I guess our theme was, um, you know, it was new albums, new releases, uh, we'll start with you, Adam. And uh, new releases uh, in 2022. Yep. Uh, I want to do something in the past few months, you know, something that, you know, just because it's, you know, it's always great to just hear new stuff and, you know, feel the newness of the music instead of hearing because, you know, so many classic things we listen to all the time. And that's the thing is, I think some people, that's all they do. Like you had these memes about guys that just listen to, you know, I know people just listen to stuff they listen to in high school, you right. know, and that's, that's why all these bands are still going. You know, it's like, I can't, I can't believe sometimes I'll look around and like, I'll see stuff and I'll be like, are people really going to Motley Crue? Like, is there that many people still (laughs) watching Motley Crue? There's that many people. Like, it's just unbelievable. Like, what is it? What is that? 50,000, 40,000? I don't know. It's just unbelievable that that many people that like Motley Crue can afford the tickets. But the thing (laughs) is... But anyway, so Adam, what do you got for us for our new album in 2022? What do you got? So I, uh, oh, first off, 2022 has been a great year for new music. It's, yeah. uh, it, there's been, uh, and you know what it is? It's usually when, uh, you know, when times get really dark, we got art gets it's so much better. And, uh, but one thing is like a lot of the albums I've been listening to have been really super depressing and, 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 uh, very <laughs> angsty. So oh, we know, we know. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, there, there's a whole bunch I want to do. Uh, I would have liked to have done the smile or, or the new soccer mommy album, but they are so dark. So I wanted to go with something fun. Um, this is an album that has become one of my favorites so far this year. It's the, uh, 
the self-titled debut album from Wet Leg. It's a UK duo of uh, um, Rianne Teasdale and uh, Hester Chambers. And um, it they they basically they created the song uh, Shays Long or, or Shays Lounge. Um which went viral it was they they recorded this one song they had a video for it went super viral they're playing uh i think it was last year they were playing mercury lounge at the beginning of the year by the end of the year they were selling out brooklyn steel um with wow. no album no i mean they they had two songs uh shay's lounge and uh wet dream and wow. i mean they just they they blew up they they were very hyped up uh their debut album comes out and i think it, it lives up to the hype it's uh it's a very fun album it um kind of reminds me a lot uh of pavement and um there is a lot mm. of um it, it's kind of you know there's 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 both that that mix of humor there's that that um you know there there are those moments of maybe uh you know kind of like youth youthful existentialism in there but uh they never really take themselves too seriously and uh and I think that's what makes this album stand out. It's it's very uh, indie rock. Very uh, um, there's some psychedelic uh, rock that goes on in it too. There's um, uh, I was reading some people saying that they that Wet Leg reminds them of Cyndi Lauper or um, uh, B52s, where were two of the ones I saw oh. comparisons to. Uh, they kind of put them in as like the outsider rock, which which is what I thought. Um, uh, which I kind of, which kind of reminds me of Pavement as well, or or Beck. Beck is another one uh, that this album reminds me of. Um, there's uh, there's actually this one quote I was watching the um, uh, Shay's Lounge video, and I gotta just pull this up real fast because I thought this was absolutely perfect. Uh, somebody wrote, uh, "This is what happens when your favorite vinyl collection starts its own band." Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I like that. and I like that because I think that there is like when you're listening to it, there's so many different things that you pull out of it that you're just like, wow, this sounds like, uh, um, you know, it sounds like early two thousands, um, you know, early two thousands rock. Uh, this sounds like the night, like different bands from the nineties or from the eighties new wave. Uh, but it is, uh, it is a fun album. Uh, Shay's uh, long, I would say is one of the highlights there. Um, just, uh, I, I would say it would even be probably the song of the summer. It's, 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 um, and it has that like really offbeat, bizarre, uh, bizarre lyrics, that kind of dry uh, humor to it, too. Um, Angelica is very uh, has this really cool psychedelic uh, feel to it. There's I don't want to go out, which um, to me reminds me a lot of uh, the shins during like shoots too narrow, a little bit of the Beatles in there. Um, Wet Dream, which is their other single off of it, I, I would say is kind of. um uh, if it wasn't for the subject matter, I would say that it would be an arena song. Like you would hear it during hockey games. You hear it during uh, mm. baseball games. It reminds me kind yeah, of, yeah. of uh, Veruca Salt a little bit. Uh, oh, there's yeah. uh, my, my favorite song on the album is Convincing, which is uh, right after Wet Dream, which is. Um, uh, oh, shit. Actually, I'm going to go back to Wet Dream because that's one of my favorite lines where it says. Um, Oh shit! Now I can't. It, it, they reference Buffalo '66 DVD, which I, I thought was a great oh, yeah. line. Um, <laughs> nice. It just—I should have written it down, but <laughs> um, okay. but uh, there's convincing, which is um, uh, your mom, which is a, a, a diss track that um, has uh, uh, Rianne 
basically a, a, towards the end of it, just she she says, I'm going to let out. I've been practicing my loudest, longest scream. She just lets loose. And yeah, it, it was so absolutely was, fantastic. It's great. Um, there's a uh, but but, you know, a lot of these songs are all about too about going from your late 20s to early 30s. And you're just you know, you're making you're having fun, but you're making mistakes and you just keep repeating those mistakes over and over. But um you know that and that like there's songs like supermarket where it's like hey it's great it's fun to just get high and go hang out in the supermarket or um you know it, it's it's a really fun album i bet you they're they're an incredible band live well, i definitely want to check them out live and um and it's great to have something that's not you know it doesn't take itself too serious uh, especially now yeah no they're great um it was i wasn't expecting this sound you know because i always expect you know kind of a goth kind of right. you know, depressing <laughs> kind of like yeah that was always <laughs> me think so it was a little more upbeat it reminded me kind of a female mickey avalon who i love a lot um just kind of like a dance beat yeah. but it's a little it's a little groovier a little more complicated than just regular dance music but it has some fun to it it talks about partying and mistakes and you know, like you said, you know, just college life and, you know, things that are happening in a young person's world, which is good. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, am I too old to be listening to this? But <laughs> it's, like, it's really so far removed from my world, you know, as we do a show on Twitch. But right, right. Um, <laughs> we're trying to relate, kids. We're trying to relate to you. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was good. I wasn't crazy about it. Like it, it just it felt a little. Some of the songs kind of felt the same. I did like the scream song. I thought that was the yeah. highlight of the album for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it just felt like a good. It felt like a good groove album that I would just kind of put on and you know just kind of an upbeat album. You know that you could just drive to or yeah. you know, dance to. Like it'd be a good party album to have. But uh, you know if you have a little dance in the living room, Anthony, come on oh, over. Yeah. Let's get right. dance. <laughs> Let's do it. We don't have Jeff, so we have no phenomenal dancing. Right. Right. <laughs> you, what, you see these shoulders? Oh, look at yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they give us a show. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. And I like anything that's not American lately. You know, yeah. it's like it's yeah. just something there's something great about, you know, just something yeah. that's just a little across the way. It seems like it just has a little more coolness right. to it. I don't I think, think any uh, of us picked American fans. Yeah. Right. None of us picked American yeah. bands for no, this. We didn't. Right? Yeah, yeah, I always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Anthony, what do you think? I I love it. I mean, uh, if Adam didn't pick this, this was going to be the one that I would have picked. Um, oh wow! I've been I've I've been listening to this um since it came out. I mean, I I heard the uh, Shay's Lounge song before. You know, when that was just a single and that was all they had out. So uh, yeah, they had they had some buzz, and I uh, I don't usually hear about new bands because uh, i'm not really paying attention uh but i they had enough buzz that i heard about them and i was like oh this, this is good and um so i like it i like it a lot this is it's probably my favorite uh 2022 album yeah Wow. All right. You two need to get a room with how much you like the same music. <laughs> well, we, we, me and Anthony actually talked about that album before, too. Yeah. I know. I, I've, I thought we had covered it before you picked it because I was right. like, oh, maybe I'll pick it. But I was like, I that remember we talked about it. All right. It well, must let's, have been just let's, us. Let's see what our ghost critic has to say. Jeffrey yeah, yeah. Paul. Let's see. <laughs> From beyond. Okay. So I have to film this while I'm in the moment. I was just finished listening to. Um, wet leg 
wet leg again. And I gotta say, the, the most appropriate song I've ever heard a band do is called Piece of Shit, because that's exactly what this album was. It, unlistenable, unlistenable. Uh, the big single off of it, Chase Lounge, repetitive nonsense garbage. Uh, oh my God, there was a couple of others here that were, were absolutely, Angelica, Angelica, unlistenable, unlistenable. And uh, I think the only song that really kind of was okay was the opening song. Um, so the album starts out with a little bit of promise but just complete nonsense. This, this was awful, Adam. I don't know what you were thinking. They are not the Pixies, they're not anybody. That, I don't know how this band got signed. Wow. <laughs> okay, stop. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just... Jeff keeps it real. He really does. Yeah. He keeps it real. Um, yeah, I don't see him liking this band, but, I, you know, Jeff sometimes jumps gun a little too quick because he likes all that 80s dance stuff, and there's a lot of that happening in this in this music. Oh, yeah. So sometimes yeah. what Jeff doesn't do is, like, you got to go back a little before you can go forward, and it's just like you can't, like, you know, it's like th that's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like this dance music from when I was a kid or whatever, but it, with the modern thing on it. Yeah. It's so funny how he just like, ah, oh, this is the worst. This is unlistenable. <laughs> unlistenable nonsense. Yeah. That's going to be named my next album. Unlistenable. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's some songs on here. I figured he would have liked Wet Dream or, um, or Oh No, which Oh No, to me, the first time I heard it, I actually thought it sounded a little bit like The Clash. And that was a, that whole song is a little bit about, uh, doom scrolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> unlistenable. I can't believe you picked this piece of shit. Uh, all right, well, that's uh, Grandpa Jeff's view. Uh, <laughs> These kids today. On a new song, Wet Leg. He's not here. We can really trash him. It's amazing. Um, he just comes to my room right now. I'm like, ah! Um, that'd be awesome. Man. So, I'm yeah. Surprised. Well, he hated it that much. Yeah. I didn't expect him to love yeah. it. Well, but unlistenable. To be that's fair, surprising. Yeah, you know, here's the deal: is uh, you know nobody cares except us. But he picked the new Def Leppard album, and uh, and I felt like, you know, that said a lot because I think he wasn't willing to kind of like go outside his realm. Mm -hmm. And the Def Leppard album was it called Hallow something? It's probably no. Oh, name Diamond Halos. Diamond Halos, and. We'll go talk about this and then we'll get into uh, Anthony's album. But it's like, I felt like with this album, it's like, and it, it it brought the question though, where it's like, you know, I thought they sounded pretty good in this album. And uh, I thought Def Leppard really made an effort to make a new piece of work. And they're like, this is great. This is our new album and we're going to tour and everything. I get the whole process. And it's like, but the problem I had with this album is, you know, they'll have songs on it, like kiss me and whatever. And it's like, dude, nobody wants to kiss a 75 year old. Like you got to, <laughs> like, you're not making fun of the fact that you've aged out. Like you're just like pretending that you're still 23 again. And yeah. so that's, that's what I have. That's the problem I have with artists that were big in a certain youth movement and then they get older and they don't embrace that they're getting older. Even Duran Duran, like their later stuff was basically saying we're not famous anymore and people don't, girls don't run up to us. And, you know, they kind of embraced what was happening. So sometimes I feel like, you know, 
bands don't do that, it just kind of bothers me. And then I also feel like sometimes you're better off just keeping it with the hits and not releasing right. a new album. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish Jeff was here because I'm sure he loved it. Yep. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a follow-up when he comes back. But uh, yeah, so Jeff, you know, Jeff picked you know, the one band that released an album that was big in 87. So, yeah. <laughs> so it all makes sense. Uh, but anyway, all right, Anthony, what did you pick for us? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about well, it. Was, we know you didn't listen I, to the album. I was going to so. say it was so yeah. unlistenable. <laughs> right. I didn't even listen to it. I know you <laughs> didn't listen to the Def Leppard album. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. It is unlistenable. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know if we were listening to his since he wasn't here. Yeah. Today. Um, we're, we're moving on to, to the we're other. to yours. Yes. Okay. Um, I picked uh, Block Party uh, Alpha Games. It's their uh, their their new album. I guess it's their. So I don't. I didn't really listen to Block Party a lot. I, they had a couple songs in the early two thousands that were that were popular, and that was pretty much all that I knew of them. Uh, and I don't think that I would have listened to this album at all if we weren't doing this show because you were like we gotta pick something new and i was like oh shit <laughs> adam already picked wet leg yep. what am I gonna do? <laughs> so i hadn't heard this album until we were gonna do new stuff um and i'm not really that familiar with their other albums um but i thought this one was like you know it's kind of it's kind of fun sounding it's like kind of dance rock ish for a lot of it uh kind of kind of takes you back maybe to the early 2000s but also uh i felt like it had a lot of uh 80s kind of feel like you're talking about duran duran i i was getting some some duran duran vibes from from some of the songs um and i guess this is the first album they've done with uh, they have a new drummer um and I think they also, uh, in the last couple of years, replaced the bass player. So it's like it's it's their, it's like half of the original lineup on the on this album. So um, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was it was pretty good, um, but I, I I'm not a huge fan of of them in general because I just I just never uh, never really listened to them because <clears throat> this this was new for me too. So. Yeah, I enjoyed this album, um, and um, it uh, kind of reminded me of Oingo, Oingo Boingo. I remember oh, them, right. Dead Man's Oingo, Party. Yeah. Uh, Oingo, I can never say Oingo Boingo. There we go. Oingo Boingo uh, meets the Clash, kind of, and uh, yeah. it was like there had some like early Clash stuff in there as well. Yeah, it was good. It, it felt very eighties to me. Um, yeah. just because I was into the whole new wave movement in so in high school and stuff. So it's like you know that music was prominent but i i enjoyed it a lot i want to listen to it again i thought this was a really good album had a mix of sounds and things and you know some songs are a little faster and stuff um yeah i was listening to it as i was hiking up so i didn't get to write jot jot things down or mm -hmm. anything but it was uh yeah i thought it was is definitely a great album um i enjoyed um his voice i thought the you know the, what's the lead singer's name he was he was great i thought you know had a good sound but uh yeah, it was definitely listenable. <laughs> I, I would listen to it again. Yeah, it was not a piece of shit. Right. But um, yeah, it was good. It just you know, I, like I said, I think I need to go through it again. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah. definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, Adam, I feel like this is up your up your alley here. Right. So uh, when we were doing um, 
uh when we were doing the a couple weeks ago we were doing uh the black um uh black music month uh picks i was actually going to pick block party's debut album which was mm. uh silent alarm well oh, and yeah. that's an album that is a heavy rotation album for me i think it's a masterpiece uh it was from i think it was 2005 and it is just propulsive it is uh it's this great dance punk album um it's an one of the best albums to work out to mm. and um right after that as much as I love that album, I, I cannot listen to any of their other albums. Um, they're kind of oh, like the Strokes, where they had this one masterpiece album. They had a good album following it up, and then just they just they they couldn't uh, they couldn't sustain it. Um, now they they haven't put that many albums out, but um, uh, from what I read, it's actually because they only still have just two of their original members left: uh, their lead singer and uh, I think one of their guitarists. But um, but you could hear listening to. Alpha Games, the sound is very different from uh, uh, Silent Alarm, and but I, I you know, I was kind of mixed at first. I'm starting; to, it's starting to grow on me, and uh, there are definitely some songs on here like Traps, which um, captures a lot of what Silent Alarm is. Um, mm -hmm. There's a uh, um, You Should Know the Truth. I thought was really good. Of Things Yet to Come, when they when they slow things down on this, um, it, it gets really good. Uh, Sex Magic, and uh, I think the the probably the best best two songs of this album are traps and uh if we get caught if if we get caught i think is a oh, yeah. uh, a stellar song it would have fit perfectly it actually reminds me a lot of uh some of the slower uh silent alarm songs but um but you guys should really check out silent alarm i think it's um uh you know one of the best albums from that from the the aughts i guess the oh yeah yeah very um, cool I, uh, I the i forget what the name of the the like real slow song is on this but that was my least favorite i like when they're kind of when it's like upbeat high, yeah. higher energy stuff yeah because you don't like love anthony you don't like, <laughs> you, don't like <laughs> <laughs> you fight it even though you got married it's you know we know what's yeah going but on. i did it in a cool way <laughs> did you did you do it in a cool I, way there's never a cool way we don't wear rings you right. know? <laughs> i love how we're not married and we wear rings like, <laughs> <laughs> i just don't like rings i don't like how they feel uh, okay. on my hand yeah yeah you know wait till you get in a fight you'll be happy you had it on <laughs> yeah. in the face all right well, uh, let's hear what grandpa um, jeff said <laughs> oh boy all right, so I'm going to wear my glasses for this one, and this is Anthony's album. This was Block Party Alpha Games, and out of the albums that Adam and Dustin gave me, I got to say, I like Anthony's the best. Not by a little, but by a lot. Um, I could actually see Anthony in this band, either as the singer or the drummer, let's say, but definitely I could see him singing for this group. Um... I like the different sounds that almost each song had, you know, going down track to track. I mean, you look at the difference between, say, a song like uh, Day Drinker to uh, You Should Know the Truth. Musically, this group kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if you guys remembered, a band from the 80s called Big Audio Dynamite. It was Mick Jones' uh, next band after The Clash. Um, it reminded me a lot of them. Um, I thought a song like the girls, um, the girls are fighting was an interesting song. But I think the song that really stood out to me the most, that I liked the most, was 
things yet to come. Very melodic, very, very uh, pretty song. Uh, a lot of melody to it. Uh, if I'm an A&R guy and I'm trying to get them on radio, I don't know what radio you would be on in 2022, um, but that would have been my single. But uh, I got to say, Anthony, good choice here. Wow. Wow. Unexpected. That's totally. huge. Yes, Grandpa Jeff likes you best. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> wow. That's um, the first yeah, for this. Show. Yeah, you know, he, he big audio down in my only go boy. Yeah, it's like I could see. Right. Yeah. Because he talks about them a lot. And I, I actually enjoyed them as well. Uh Big Audio Dynamite. So I could see mm-hmm. that's where I that's where I felt like even Adam's band, wet like I felt like they had kind of had a little bit of that 80s thing, but I guess he didn't catch it from them, but he caught it from your band. <laughs> but um yeah, that's fun. All right. Well, you got listable. That's huge, man. That's like a standing <laughs> ovation. I know. I, I don't even like, know what to wow. say. And then I obviously like yours better than mine, so God knows what he's gonna say about mine. Right. <laughs> so that's going in. Very cool. Uh, well, speaking of Jeff, uh, Viagra Boys is the <laughs> I still got it. I still got it, Anthony. I still got it. Um, this is a band that I um I, I, I kind of accidentally found. Um I spent some time in Sweden actually and really fell in love with some of the music out there and this is, uh, you know, so once in a while I try to stay on like Swedish music. Like I'll, you know, I'll seek it out. I'll put it in my searches and stuff. And this band came up. Um, they're kind of a newer band. I think they formed in like 215. The first album uh, was 218. And uh, it's, you know, it, it's a band that uh, has a lot of sounds in it that I like. Um, it's kind of it's kind of a post-punk kind of synth, you know, industrial. They really have it a good time. They're making fun of kind of social commentary and what's going on in America and all the ridiculousness of it. And I just think they got a really cool sound. And each album is a little bit different. Um, This is their newer one. So I felt like, you know, they were just kind of taking some risk and doing some new things. But they're a really cool band if you want to just kind of listen to something a little different. Because I feel like they kind of embrace a lot of different sounds. I mean, their last album, Welfare Jazz, has kind of a country feel to it. So it's like they really kind of go all over the place, which I like. And this album is fun. They're having fun with it. They got some uh, 2001 Space Odyssey sounds. Mm-hmm. They got like, you know, some preacher stuff going on. Uh, one of my the my favorite songs probably, um, I don't even know how to say it. Troga Delight or something. Yeah. Troga Delight. Oh, yeah. Troga Delight. Yeah, that was a really good song. Uh, you know, it, it kind of laughs in the face of kind of these gun-loving idiots and all this stuff. And so it's kind of making fun of that, which I love. And then Punk Rock Loser. I mean, come on. That's such a cool song. Yeah. I just felt like yeah. that had a good groove to it and just really, you know, funny kind of almost – there's almost like a little uh, – what's his name with the deep voice? Uh, wait, what's his name? Who's Tom Waits. Tom Waits, yeah. Yes, Tom Waits. I thought that too. Tom Waits to it. And, uh, you know, actually, and then they collaborated with the guy, let's see, in uh, the song Big Boy, uh, Jason Williamson. He has a great voice. And so they, you know, they put in some new singers and stuff and kind of add the elements of the sound. And uh, that was one of my favorite songs too, Big Boy. I thought that was oh, yeah. the, the lyrics. And lyrically, I really love it. I think they're just like, they're tapping into kind of yeah. like my comedic brain and, and kind of what I think is funny. And they're making fun of uh, all the God, 
awful things that are happening to us here in America and they're getting away with it because they're in Sweden and everything's <laughs> great there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's easy for you to make fun of stuff. But uh, it's kind of a Trevor Noah kind of thing. It's, it's like, yep. you know, it's like <laughs> you're not from here. So you make fun of us. <laughs> But I just like it. I think it's uh, it's it's one of those bands, you know, and I think there's a lot of cool stuff in Sweden. You know, they, uh, uh, one of the Peacemaker soundtrack is amazing. And uh, was it uh, Denansity or something? I forget. Was it Denazity? Denazity. I think that's it. That's the new uh kind of swedish rock band that's kind of out and they're on peacemaker and stuff so there's a lot of cool stuff coming uh, from sweden and if you kind of go back catalog you can get like commando and pig and pink champagne and you know metal arc enemy there's a lot of cool kind of swedish music and people just you know they don't think to seek out swedish Mm -hmm. bands you know and um there's a lot of great music coming out of Sweden and I like these guys. I think they're, they're fun. Their albums are all kind of like a little bit different. And, uh, so yeah, Viagra boys, uh, cave hole is, uh, it's my pick and I think it's fun. Check it out. And, uh, curious what you guys think, Anthony, what do you think of, uh, the Viagra boys? I, uh, cave hole. Cave hole. Yeah. I, I liked it. It's uh sort of a, uh, sounded kind of like, uh, modern industrial, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't really sound so much like '90s industrial music. Uh, and also, some of it sort of reminded me of there's that one Queens of the Stone Age album, um, Era Vulgaris, kind of had a, a vibe like this. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that album, but parts of parts of this reminded me of that it's just kind of weird sounding yeah there's not a lot of bands with this sound so uh i I, yeah and you mentioned yeah it's kind of like tom waits if tom waits worked with uh queens of the stone age i think it would end up (laughs) sounding like this (laughs) with trent reznor uh producing it and then one guy from (laughs) lincoln park yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i and i love that you embrace the weird because it's like uh yeah the weird you know that's why i like you like it's like i like weirdness you know (laughs) yeah well that's attracted to weird (laughs) for me that was the whole appeal of this yeah i was like well this is i haven't heard it's like a fresh kind of sound which is pretty rare yeah, I'm glad it's like because once in a while, you know, we're going to stay consistent with our taste. And so, you know, I like it when there's something that I'm drawn to that's, you know, different and weird and fun. Yeah. And I yeah. do like their commentary on just mm-hmm. kind of what's happening. So, yeah, it but, feels very uh, in the moment. Yeah, to make it fun of like the vaccine, what people say, you know, roll tail and government's yeah, yeah, yeah. tracking you down and like all, all something about the news being fake. Yeah, and the, basically yeah. what my relatives say Science. every time I talk to them. Yeah. Or there was a, uh, what was it, creepy crawlers where they're talking about babies yeah. made into adrenochrome? Yeah. <laughs> they got animal hair. They got animal hair. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, so, yeah, Adam, what did you think? I, I really like this album, and uh, I right. hadn't heard of the. Uh, I hadn't heard any of their songs before, um, right. and just like you guys were saying, I think it's very unique. It's um, um, there's not really much I was able to really compare it to, other than you know I was thinking with a lot of the social commentary, there was some uh, hints of bad religion in there, and um, nice. I I really liked. It. I mean, it's it's punk. I think punk satire is kind of what I nice what I heard nice. it called, and, oh, yeah. and I oh. think. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I really, I really like the, uh, that kind of mix of that industrial electronic sound that's in there. Um, there's, uh, 
I would say Punk Rock Loser was one of my favorites. Uh, Creepy Crawlers. It's so a good one. Ain't yeah. No Thief. Uh, and then, yeah, Troglodyte, too. And, and just how much they are, how much they're just trolling trolls. It's, yeah, it was, yeah that's great. <laughs> yeah, so this is a great. I definitely want to check out their other stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. A, uh, the welfare, I think Welfare Jazz is like critically acclaimed and like it's really good. But uh, yeah, they're cool, man. They're uh, they're definitely a good band on shuffle. Like you're not going to get a bad song. You'll get a weird song, but it'll still be interesting, you know. But uh, but yeah, I like it that they do the skits before the songs. Like I got yeah. because you don't hear that a lot in, you know, uh, you know, you hear it a lot in hip hop and things like that. But you don't you don't always hear it like you used to hear it, I guess, more in like 70s stuff. There'd be more sound effects and stuff. But <laughs> You know, like the Doors and Pink Floyd and stuff, but I like, but this, you know, with the voices and the characters oh, yeah. and stuff, I think just think it's fun. Oh, that's what I love about hip hop is that they add, you know. You like the skits? I never loved the the skits. In the, oh, I love, love the, the skits. Like big pun, big pun. Man, his skits are hilarious. <laughs> I think Eminem stuff is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I think it's so funny. Like the, he does that one. Leah was telling me about the song that he does where he's tracking the kid down that that he trolled him, and then he's just like, he's you hear his GPS finding his house. He's like, <laughs> he's telling his record producer, he's like, yeah, I think I found him, and he's getting out of the car. Like I love that. I think it's funny. It yeah. makes some. It makes it lighter, yeah. especially hip hop, because hip hop could be pretty intense mm -hmm. so yeah. when you're kind of making fun a little bit i think it's it's interesting i mean i don't know i mean we did that when we produced my album we put on some funny oh, skits yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. so i mean i guess comedy whatever but i just i don't know i think it lightens the mood a little i think it's interesting i don't know i don't mind it i mean you can go too far with it like the adam sandler album you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but covered. the next adam sandler <laughs> the, his follow-up to that one was was a great one <laughs> yeah that was better okay i thought um, so but yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, let's see where Grandpa Jeff has. <laughs> <laughs> it's no block party. So let's talk a little bit about the Vigra Boys Cave World. Um, and this was a bunch of different musical styles, I thought. Um, I didn't know what to make of it. It was kind of like a weird album. Not a lot of guitar work. It had some synthesizers on there. A lot of synthesizers on there I could hear. Um, saxophone. Is it rap? Is it singing? I, I don't know. It was, um, I kind of felt like, I don't know, are they the new Devo? I don't know. But um, it was it was different. I didn't really know what to make of it. I'm trying to think, is this like now the new future of punk rock? Um, I don't know. Let's see, a couple of songs that did stand out. I'm old. I got to look at my, put my glasses on here. Uh, Ain't No Thief, Punk Rock Loser. Uh, more towards like the middle of the album, I liked. I hated the first. Uh, well, actually, it was the second song. Um, escapes me for a second. Um, I don't know. I didn't. Again, kind of weird. Very, very, very different. Um, don't know what to really make of it. Like I said, is this the future of punk rock? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. This is my favorite way oh. to do the show. If I could just convince oh, Jeff to do this all the time, <laughs> it's like, oh, no, you don't have to come man. in, Jeff. We're good. Just please, but please do the videos. It's right. the greatest. It's the I have greatest. questions though for him, like because he yeah. made the Devo connection, but then he's like, I don't know what to make of it. Well, that's but, Jeff's brain. Jeff Jeff is always fighting uh, kind of, you know, he'll say some brilliant stuff about whatever. Yeah. And then, but then he'll be like, then he'll catch himself being complimentary about your band. And he'll be like, no, yeah. no, 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 it's really yeah. trash. Because <laughs> <laughs> Devo, I mean, you know, Devo was sort of, even though 
later on they were considered new wave. Yeah. They were, I think, kind of in the punk scene originally yeah, before new wave was a, a term. And so he's like, I don't know, is this the future of? I mean, it could be. Why not? Yeah, I th- I think Sweden is the future of kind of hard music. Like there's there's a I'm telling you, there's a lot of cool stuff happening over there. Yeah, and um, I um, yeah, it, you know, but that's the ultimate. You know what I mean? Like when a band has somebody who's not kind of in the groove of their music go, it's weird. Then they've won because that's, you know what I mean? That's what it's supposed to be. When people mm-hmm. first heard, you know, the Beatles or Elvis, it, it was oh, this is weird. You know, they're not used to it. So I think they're doing something right. If it's a different sound and it's not something people can put a label on right away. And I think that's when, you know, you're onto something great because you know, it's like I'm excited for this band to just keep producing albums because, you know, I think they're a kind of band that wants to kind of push the envelope and take risk and do weird shit. And I think that's, you know, that's the fun of music, you know. So yeah. hopefully, you know, they uh, keep doing that because this is that's it's a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. It's, I don't know what's happening. I don't know there's what kind no of music guitar. this is. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was confused because there's no guitar. Even I mean, there's. Tons well, of albums without he, guitar. I know he expects guitar from me, but you know, but I'm into jazz and stuff, so I don't, you know, it's I don't always, you know, but it's just funny though. Like he just <laughs> he didn't expect it. Of course, I I did expect the new Def Leppard album from him. Right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I was wondering if Poison had a new album out or whoever, but it was, and then sure enough, that's uh, Def Leppard. But uh, Leppard. but yeah, that was fun. Thanks, Jeff, for all your uh, videos. They were the the highlight of the show for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is this and, the uh, future of punk yeah, rock? I mean, that we'll last see. video was a little. That, yeah, that <laughs> last video was a little unlistenable, but I think for the most part, he did a great job. Oh man, so funny! <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you uh, for listening and watching uh, here at Dustin's Vinyl. Uh, having a great show. Uh, please check out our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're getting some momentum, but let's keep it moving. Uh, yes. Please subscribe and get us out there to the world if you have friends that love vinyl records as much as we do and music and new music we would love to uh, have you part of the show thanks everybody and uh, we'll see you next time Woo! Yeah. yay play something Anthony get crazy <laughs> do a song do a song do a song what song I don't know give me something fun some short and fun okay how short do you want <laughs> Minute. <laughs> <laughs> minute and thirty. What do you got? Let's see. I'll I'll do a real I'll do a real uh, short one. Okay. This song is not long enough to be played on the radio. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thank you. Woo. Loved it. Great job, guys. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 